Welcome to the OT lifestyle movement. This is for the occupational therapy visionaries and the ones who see things differently. We're moving our profession forward through living and leading a truly holistic lifestyle. Hey, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the OT lifestyle movement podcast. I'm Rhiannon Crisp, occupational therapist, personal trainer, and founder of otlifestylemovement.com. Hope you are having an awesome week so far, guys. Today, we're diving into the trans-theoretical model, and this is also known as the stages of change model. And it is a brilliant, quick assessment of a person's motivation and readiness to change. So as OTs, we need to be evaluating a person's readiness to change so that we can provide the right level of support. And the trans-theoretical model is a great way that we can do this. It describes five stages of change, and I'm going to dive into them. So the first one is pre-contemplation. We've got contemplation, preparation, action, and maintenance. So let's get into it. So the first one being pre-contemplation. So at this stage, the client isn't even considering change. It's not even on their radar. They might be in denial about their health condition. Maybe they're not even interested in changing at all. They could be unaware of the consequences of their actions, or maybe they have tried to change their behavior in the past and they were unsuccessful, so they've just given up. As OTs, instead of encouraging or forcing change upon our clients, which is clearly not helpful at all because it's not going to be sustainable no matter how much we know that it's in favor of their health, we can support people by using motivational interviewing techniques. Instead of opposing their resistance to change, we can hold space, we can show empathy and we can use reflective listening. It's imperative that we listen without judgment or assumption if we are to create this safe space and this trusting therapeutic relationship. So the second stage of readiness is contemplation. So this is when the client starts to weigh up the pros and the cons of change. They might be considering their time, the expense, judgment, fear, and whether or not they can even be bothered changing. And at this stage, again, we can be using motivational interviewing techniques. And again, it's a lot of deep listening and it's about asking the right questions, not giving the right answers. So we could ask open-ended questions like, what's the main obstacle? What's holding you back? What if you do nothing? And we can also use quantitative measures to assess a client's readiness to change by evaluating two things, importance and self-efficacy. So for example, you could say, on a scale of zero to 10, zero being not at all important and 10 being extremely important, how important is it to you that you can dot, 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 you know, shower independently or prepare your own meals or return to work, whatever it is that you're working on with them. Or you could also say on a scale of zero to 10, zero being not at all confident and 10 being extremely confident, how confident are you that dot, 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 
You can shower independently, prepare your own meals, return to work, etc. Again, whatever it is, whatever that goal is that you're working on. So the third stage is preparation. This is when the client begins collecting information and makes tangible plans. And we can help them by showing them where they are now and where they want to be and build this bridge with them. This is the stage where we can also start to provide more lifestyle optimization education in preparation for this sustainable occupational change. So the fourth stage is action. So this is when the client has more confidence and takes action to change their behavior and implement the plan, whatever it is you have set out in place with them, because it's a partnership. You've got to remember this is a partnership and we can help them by providing positive reinforcement, helping them gain skills to deal with the challenges that are going to come up on their journey and create collaborative short-term goals. The fifth and the final stage is maintenance. So this is where the client strives to maintain their new habit change. And we can help them by planning ahead in case there is a relapse. Okay, so they're the five stages of readiness. And that's how we can look at a person's readiness to change. This is how we can assess it. So we know where to meet them. We need to meet them where they're at, okay? So I hope that was helpful. I hope that you can implement that into your work and have an epic week, guys. I will talk to you next week. Catch you later. Bye. That's it, guys. I hope this episode resonated with you. But more importantly, I hope that it inspires you to take action. If you haven't already, come over and join our Facebook group family where we connect and collaborate. You can find us really easy just by searching the OT Lifestyle Movement in Facebook. If you did love this episode, I'd be super grateful if you shared it. You can take a screenshot right now and share it on Instagram or on Facebook so we can connect with more amazing, like-minded, open-minded OTs. The more we share the OT Lifestyle Movement, the more we can create a ripple effect. And if you do love the podcast, please head over to iTunes and give us a five-star review so we can be found more easily. That's it. Go out, create the epic change that you seek in the world because the world is ready for you. Carpe diem, guys.